going to be a beast. <laughs> I can feel it in my brain. Like behind your ears, you know? Oh man, this is entertainment for your whole mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Says it right on it. Would you say you're tasting the explosion right now? There's a shirt that said both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> got in trouble when I went to my kid's school. <laughs> needs to stop hiring the seventh grade boys to write all their marketing. It actually sounds kind of cool. It's the sound effects hour. I guess. <laughs> what for Should my water be making that noise? Sound effects for Willy Wonka and the Chunga Factory? That's kind of where we're at. <laughs> Trying to get the buzz out of the, out of the microphones, but we're not doing you any favors here, bud. <laughs> Did anybody notice on the old Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka or whatever it was, the 70s one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charlie's grandpa Joe had a pinky nail that was about an inch long. Huh, I did like, notice that. And it was to jab it in the bag of Coke and just give himself a little bump or something. <laughs> yeah, I think that was customary for the time period. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think we should bring that back. It's a creepy fingernail thing. Not like a pinky nail. Use something that's super awkward. Like this one. <laughs> like your thumbnail, like two inches long, like Flojo or Jackie Joyner Kersey, whoever that was. <laughs> Jackie Joyner Kersey. Wasn't that a chick? <laughs> yeah, she was the, the runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had big old nails. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Did she looked really intense when she was like running the hundred. She like, Rah. but she got in trouble for juicing, right, or something. Like that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my wife loves to juice. <laughs> Carrot, <laughs> yeah, uh, carrots, and uh, <laughs> mango. Mango's really good for juicing. Yeah, man, I love mango. So, oh, this stuff's still going. That's actually surprising. Only two or three pieces in there. What's all the hydrogen coming out of there? Just keep it away from an open flame. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry artificially flavored, but no matter what flavor Pop Rocks I've gotten, they always just end up tasting like tin to Is me. Is my water supposed to be on fire? Metallic. Yeah. Doesn't fracking cause water to catch on fire? I've heard. I wonder if they use Pop Rocks while fracking. Maybe. <laughs> it's like one of the un- unknown chemical or chemicals Celery they put in there. Yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a sleeve of Mentos and jam it down a hole. <laughs> Get some diet coke. Some guys reading the MSD. What the? Hang on a second. <laughs> Nucleation points. Hey. Corneal opacification. <laughs> this place is oxygen in the room. Oh. You hear third sound. What is this all about? Third sound. Mm-hmm. We got an ink that if you hold the pen to your ear, you can hear the third sound. It's that new. Uh, stormy gray. Well, it's not new. It's a couple years old, but it's that stormy gray with the the gold flakes in it. Oh, the rich people ink. <laughs> rich people ink. Hear the money zipping out of your wallet when you buy that. It actually wasn't too bad. It was uh, it's twenty six twenty six bucks for three ounces. It really starts sounding like a drug transaction. Yeah, you know, like that. A couple of bucks more, you could be smoking crack. <laughs> But yeah, they let me take it on the plane and everything. <laughs> Keeps trying to get around. Did you have to pop it or anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, they let you carry 100 milliliters, and it was a 50 milliliter bottle. Did you wrap it in so, tin foil and shove it in your pocket? Well, I was sure that I was going to get pulled aside because I'm, I'm bringing through a black liquid, 
that uh, is setting off the metal detector. <laughs> like, how is this not raising alarms? Uh, that's just ink. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, I've got it in this pen right. Get on the ground! Yeah. <laughs> so you were back east for a bachelor party or a wedding? or? Yeah, my sister-in-law's wedding. Um, so we did have a bachelor party. We went paintballing, but there was a big, there's a thunderstorm, thunder and lightning right before. And so once, when there's a thunderstorm, you have to wait half an hour after the last visible um, lightning before you can start doing anything. You guys were obviously working wheat in that because I thought you guys got uh, paintball guns outlawed there. Oh, no, that was airsoft and that's just on public land. <laughs> so, just on the watch list. <laughs> watch I know the rules. This was on private land and it was paintball, so we're fine. Oh, oh, yeah. Completely different. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a story for another time. But, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. One of the courses that they had was Nuketown from Call of Duty. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was it was just the, just the bachelor party, the um, groomsman and, I guess, um, groom. I think he was there, too. But because of the storm, so we had the place all to ourselves. And so at the end, we actually were able to take off our masks in one of the, the things and have our picture taken at the Nuketown sign so that I could brag to my brother. Yeah. Nuketown sounds an awful lot like Hilliard, North Spokane. <laughs> it looks an awful lot like Hilliard. Really? <laughs> Either place you want to break down in after dark. <laughs> I hear they're real friendly if you're wearing bicycle shorts, though. <laughs> You're grave smuggling. You're not. <laughs> you're not from around here, are you, boy? <laughs> no, sir. Thank goodness you stopped to help me. Oh, help yeah, me. right. Yeah, Walking here. through my town. Hold my banjo. My into my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's... Tristan did have a, a great line that he dropped in. Uh, actually, in the airport, um, coming back. Well, you brought your whole family. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Well, it was my sister-in-law, and so. My daughter was a flower girl. My sons were the ring bearers. Um, I was a groomsman. My wife was the matron of honor, um, which she loved that term. Matron. Um, <laughs> Dominatron. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Seems a little young for my matron, but yeah. So we're in the airport bathroom, and uh, and my son just rips one, and he goes, "Hey, Dad." I farted. That's music from my butt. <laughs> yeah, and then... Man, how much that cost you sent taking the whole family over there? That's expensive stuff. Man. Uh, it cost too much. Yeah, I was going to say. It was good. Um, it, it wasn't too bad, actually. We, we bought um, tickets a while back, so we were able to get a good rate. But, cool. Yeah, no, it, it costs a lot to fly the whole family. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm... Especially because, uh, you know, we only got one who's a lap child anymore, so... Oliver, right? Yeah. So we've got, we had to pay for five five tickets because they charge by seat, not by, by weight. Yeah. It'd be awesome if they charge by weight, man. If you can keep the family under a metric ton, <laughs> you're good. So speaking of life hacks, so you were at the... Uh, the midwifery place the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. How'd that go? That was great. It was really crazy because they don't really do anything. Like, they, they <laughs> literally let my they let my kids find the heartbeat, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Can we give you a shovel to take yourself a little bit faster? <laughs> yeah, they really they don't do anything, like, which is fine. 
I guess. <laughs> I don't know what it costs. I don't ask. Uh, but yeah, so like, they're like, okay, we're gonna check out the uh, they use heartbeat, and the twins are there. They want to do something. Like, do you guys want to do it? Yeah. So they let the kids like squirt out the you know whatever stuff, and then they get the little heartbeat monitor, and and then then you know the other kids like going like this, and then they find it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, all right, we're done. Yeah, that was a weird thing. So my kids found the heartbeat. And so I'm thinking, okay, once they're done with that, mm-hmm. like she'll probably want to get in there and find the heartbeat and take some, they mark something down on a piece. Nope, they're done. <laughs> like literally all they did was the boy, like the twins helped measure her tummy and then did the heartbeat thing and they were done. I was like, you didn't even do anything. You just supplied the little heartbeat thing and then and the little measuring tape. I got one of those at home. I could have done all this at home. <laughs> Sounds like a business opportunity. Big sign up front that says wife measuring. Wife measuring. No. Oh, go I'm not around, saying no. Go around back. Wife measuring out back. Use the side door. <laughs> Same entrance as hippies. <laughs> All right. No, so I just, that reminds me of Mexico. So in Mexico, um, they have like, you'll be walking. I remember seeing this. All over the place. I never quite understand what it was. Like on the houses, people would have a little sign that that basically says like, "I we do injections" or "I do injections." Say hacen injecciones, and I'd be like, "The crap!" Like I get, I understand the words, but like, what do you mean by that, right? What What are you advertising here? Yeah, what are you advertising? Because you wouldn't see it everywhere. You You typically see it on places that were close to where farm the pharmacies were, because the pharmacies there are like deregulated. There's no like, there's not a single drug you can't go in and just buy off the streets. Like there's no like. No federal restrictions. Yeah, there's no restrictions. It's like if if you see a drug there, you just, how much is that? Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah, like, so pretty much any of those drugs, they're they're out in the open, which is awesome because they're so cheap. Like. And that's why everybody goes goes on cruises to Tijuana. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, it doesn't carry OxyContin anymore. Wow. <sighs> yeah, around. it's really <laughs> handy. Like if you want Cipro or like any other crazy antibiotic that's controlled here, that's yeah. super. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to the doctor, then he's gonna charge me a couple hundred bucks, and then I gotta go. No, you just go. I need Cipro. Okay, cool. Wow. And then so that, that's cool. So when I, I was like, I don't get why. So finally, we went like we ran into somebody who was actually had that sign on their house. So we were talking to him. I said, okay, I got to know, like, what does it actually mean? Like, oh, well, so it turns out is there are people that feel that they're really good at injecting people. <laughs> like there's no like medical training or anything, <laughs> gift. but they have, they do. They have a certain gift that they feel like that could benefit humanity. So they, um, they advertise and people show up, Hey, I need my like diabetes shots, or I need my there's a diabetes. Name. There's a name for this. Diabetes that sounds a lot more suggestive than I always. A phlebotomist. Yeah. Yeah, phlebotomist. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. My yeah. mom was trained in phlebotomy. Yeah, these people That's don't do said. much phlebotomy. I don't think. Uh, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than in front of lobotomy. <laughs> That's true. Oh, That's like the the outer reaches of dad jokes. <laughs> it's like I was gonna say uncle, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Anyway, it's just a weird thing. Right? So, because like a lot of people buy syringes and then buy half their stuff is injectables. Like, you know, they make that pill form. Nah, it's better at this. Buy like vitamin shots and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Do they do Flintstone vitamin injectables? That'd be cool. That would be yeah, bizarre. <laughs> Injectable Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's this cottage industry that's been set up. In fact, I've got wow. this weird lump on my butt because somebody there, when oh, I got oh, sick when I right was on Mexico. Hold on. I got sick right when I got to Mexico. And, um, stay with me. Stay with me. You'll see where this is going. And like, It's not worth it. I was sick for a couple days. 
And like, it was funny because this this lady that was feeding us lunch every day, she was like, oh, I can fix you up real quick. I'm like, no, I'm okay, really. And then she started saying how I'm an arrogant American and that's why she wouldn't, I wasn't letting her give me medicine. And I was like, woman, I'm fine. Like, I'm going to get better. No, no, no. I was this arrogant American and that was the reason why she wasn't letting, I wasn't letting her like give me medicine that I could get better, right? So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Okay, give me the medicine. I don't care. She's like, okay. I see her get out of the syringe. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) And... Take off your pants and bend yeah, over. Yeah, and she did. She's like, she's like, that's literally what she did. She's like, okay, now I'm going to inject it in your butt. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, like, I, I drop my pants a little bit. And, and right then I'm like, I think this violates a few rules. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. So, like, she... That's she, right about well, the point where she got handsy. Yeah, sort of yeah. handsy. Like, she was like this 80-year-old woman, too, so it made it worse. <laughs> but So, she's like, she, she injects it, and I'm like, holy crap, that hurt so bad and then like later on like years later when last time i went to the doctor actually which was like 10 years ago um i was like yeah i got this injection in mexico and i've got this like weird lump where i got injected and so he's like well here let me see it he's like what why did they inject you there that's like the absolute worst place to inject you like yeah, it's because they injected it right in the muscle. Like, they didn't go around. It's like, actually, that was really dangerous. If they could have, like, gone deeper, it would have, like, punctured some nerves. And I was like, wow. Thank you, Mexican butt lump. Like, that's a true story, by the way. I can prove it if you guys want. I'm not that's going a, That's a good rival show title right there. Yeah, Thank no, you, Mexican butt lump. <laughs> Although I don't know if we want to put butt in that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, would that sort of thing really happen in the states? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe. Maybe San Francisco. Maybe I don't if know. you need someone on Craigslist. Say I send you next. Wait a second. I've seen that before. Now, does your does your doctor speak any Spanish or anything? No. He, he may have asked you about the ghost, the, the ghost down there. Oh, man. That's so good. Yeah. I've told that one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I've told that. I need a guest. I don't think so. What's the ghost? Well, oh. see, he does injections. Yeah, yeah he does do injections. Dude, okay, so there's this little town, and I'll send you guys a link when we're done. So there's this little town. And it'll called, go in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. There's a little town called Sayula, Jalisco. So it's in the, the Mexican state of Jalisco, which is the same state that um, Puerto Vallarta is in, just further inland, maybe like eight hours inland. And so um, it's this really old town, and it's a really odd town. So they have um, they have this uh, this local, I guess, folklore that's about El Anima de Sayula, and an Anima is kind of like a ghost, like a phantasm, mm-hmm. and so. Um, so I remember when I got I first got in this little town, people kept saying, "Hey, have you heard about the anima de Sayula?" And I'm like, I, "No, I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> oh yeah, and they just kept making jokes about it, so I didn't really think anything of it. And then finally, um, in one of the restaurants in town, they have this big ghost, right? This like it's about like it's about three fourths the size of a man, and in one arm there's a bag of money, right? <laughs> and, and it's like this big bag of money. It's like what you would think of a ghost, like white sheet. <laughs> Ryan, you're killing it. No, no. Yeah. So, so when you, so I went up to this thing, and my companion, like, he's like, "Hey, dude." Well, like she said, "Hey, elder, pull that." I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, pull the money down." And I was like, "Why? What? Why would I pull the money down?" So I pull the money down, and <laughs> this, like, this three foot dong comes swinging up from underneath. 
the ghost like is like the ghost you know the sheet separates and, and I'm just sitting there like in disbelief everyone in the restaurant is laughing their heads off because they got this gringo to pull on it everyone's just like ah, 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 ah. a band's rolling on the floor he's like he can't, he can't believe he got me to do that I was like why didn't you tell me about that he's like I thought everybody I thought you knew I like I didn't know about this but anyways the most bizarre thing is so evidently, according to um, according to the story of the folklore, um, there was this rich guy. There's this rich guy in town, and um, he was the first. Um, he, I guess he was like the first really well known gay guy in town, right? And when he died, if you wanted, if you wanted, if you needed money, you could go to the uh, you could go to the you know the graveyard and ask him for money. But of course, he would you know he wanted payment. He'd make you pay for it. He'd make you pay for it, basically. But so after that, I started noticing these little ghosts everywhere. Little kids would play with little ghost <laughs> figurines. You know, you pull in the money bag and a little ding, ding, ding. Please say you brought one of those back. I did, and I, I, I need to find it. I think my mom might have thrown it away. Oh. But are you looking it up right now? No. Okay. Safe search off. Anyway, <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. Yeah. So it's this wild thing, and so after that, we had all sorts of fun with it. So, and, and you would literally see people in town doing this. If somebody like accidentally dropped money on the floor on the ground, people wouldn't bend over to pick it up because <laughs> they like they wouldn't do that. It's like, hey, there's a there's a peso, there's ten pesos, pick it up. Oh no way, man! I'm not picking that up. <laughs> Come on! And so that was the whole thing. And and somebody wrote these um, these verses, this kind of like kind of poet poems about um, called limerick. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> basically limerick. Yeah, about the anima de Sayula. And like it's all just full of like innuendos, not so much innuendos, but they're just so proud of this. It's like one of the things they're most proud about. Wow, it's bizarre. It's completely bizarre. Like I was like, wow, that is an interesting thing. But everybody <laughs> thinks it's hilarious. The kids play with the dolls and anima de sayula is bizarro. Sword fighting dolls. Sword fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find. Street. Don't cross the street. I need to find that doll. I bet my mom threw it away. Dang it. Sounds I can't imagine Misha would let you keep it for long. Oh, either. she think it was hilarious. Here's the funny thing. We went on our honeymoon. I know. You told me. Yeah, we went on our honeymoon there. I'm so hard. Hey, Misha, pull on that bag of money. Yeah, exactly. We went on our honeymoon there to the exact same hotel <laughs> for just that purpose. Like, that was the first town we went to because I wanted to see what would happen. And I was like, so like literally, I got everyone. Hey, watch it! Oh, what the heck! <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Well, yeah, it's good stuff. Let me see if I can find a picture. <laughs> oh yeah, it looks like a regular ghost, just with bonus <laughs> stuff. <I'll say. laughs> we was El Anima Sayula. Oh, Sayula! Oh no, it's El Anima. You found me. You know, you could have some fun with that if you put it on your porch for Halloween. Oh yeah. Here, kids, take some candy. I'm gonna see if I can find some pants for that on Etsy. <laughs> I Put the candy say. box. No, seriously, right Google it. Google it. I ain't gonna say you let. It won't come up anything weird. It'll just show. <laughs> I promise. I'm not believing that. I'm, I'm not gonna do it on my computer. Which proxy server are you on, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's this gonna get captured? Splunk or Squid or? El Anima. Anybody taking any? Uh, should I go to GoDuckGo or something? Non Google. Uh, uh, you have to spell this. A L O E. L space anima. A N I M A space D D E space Sayula S A Y U L A. There it is. Oh, Pelicula. 
So look, there's the the humble field worker. I need some money. He's a lot scarier than I thought he would look like, you know? Why is that Starbucks logo reversed? <laughs> See? <laughs> I don't mind your background's going to be. See? I'm going to put that on the show notes. That's what I'm telling you. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, if you, talk, <laughs> you thought I was joking, didn't you? Um, no, you're talking about tacos. Sure about it, you know? Look about... Um, Let's see, Casa de los Patios. Okay, that's the one right there. Click on that. That's the actual one. What's this thing say? Oh. I don't remember. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'll keep that one queued up for you there. <laughs> but yeah, that's a statue in the town. Like, as you're coming to town, that's like the first thing you see. Well, Target, that's what towns are missing in the U.S. Yeah, so we don't really rally behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They can hang their hat on that three foot. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's probably a video of somebody pulling on it. Too. We've done it wrong in the U.S. We just have state birds. Yeah. yeah. Now that you've been enlightened, mm. culturally enlightened. Now I just wonder what else I'm missing. No, there's lots. <laughs> Okay, in Sayula, it's right next to two giant mountains. One is a 14,000 foot like volcano. The other one is a 14,000 foot like dormant volcano. El Gato? No. No. Volcano de Colima. <laughs> and, um, and so like on the other side of that volcano, so it's just, it's up and over the mountain from Sayula is this little town called Quesadilla. Quesadilla? Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> Um, Quesadilla is a super weird town because, like, they're right at the base of the volcano and they're surrounded by sugarcane fields. And they make cheese? No, which is why. Uh-huh. See, I asked them that because I was like, you can't not make cheese with a name like that. <laughs> and they didn't make cheese, evidently. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, because literally that would be a place that makes cheese, right? Yeah. And no. I'm calling bull on this story. Yeah, so, anyways. <laughs> So there's this massive um, sugarcane processing plant in the middle of town, which is really weird because it's always raining ash, like the ash from when they burn it. You, just this black, oh, like no. black greasy ash that'll just rain down from the sky. And if it gets on your clothes, you learn how to like, and then move out of the way because like if you try to go like this, it just just smears yeah. it in, and you're like, no. Oh and it and like half the people in this town have cancer and it's it's kind of sad but this town like i feel pretty safe in saying probably like 95 percent of all the guys are gay like and not just your regular gay they're like flaming <laughs> they're flamers all this of them are was going off all over the place <laughs> yeah they're so the whole town is like that and it's bizarre <laughs> it's super bizarre so you're just walking through town and you're getting catcalled <laughs> Like, not from the women, from the men. And so you're like, but the weird thing about it is this is a small town. I mean, like, I'm talking like a thousand people, small town. And you're just like, this is crazy. The whole town is bizarre. Like, And the women are running all over you. Yeah, right? and so the women yeah. are just like, the women are just mad all the time. Literally, like, the women always be like, I do not understand what is wrong with this town. Because, like, all the guys are gay. And it's like, there's nobody here to marry. And like, so yeah, so you gotta watch out for that too, but you would literally get catcalled wherever you went from the men. Um, and I remember this one time, I remember it very clearly, it had been raining, just torrential, and the rain would just come down from the mountains and just flood all the roads. So how do you say, hey, can you help us move a piano in Spanish? <laughs> Oye, me ayudas a mover un piano? 
Yeah. If you're ever in this town called Quesadilla, Mexico, Quesadilla. can someone ask you to move a piano? Say no. Say no. I don't know if there was a single piano in that entire town. It was pretty poor. So anyways, I remember clearly this one day it had been raining like insane. And the roads just turned into rivers. Just all that rain. Because it's right next, it's right at the base of the mountain. And so the clouds would come in, hit the mountain, and just like dump everything. And so I remember we're out, we're caught in this, and we're like, holy crap, how are we going to get out of here? So we're kind of walking underneath this overhang, and um, it was on the side of the street where there was a lot of just random little shops and stuff. I remember walking by the shop, and I remember turning and looking because I hear this weeping sound. Like a lot of, if you had a lot of like, I don't know, men weeping at the same time. I, I, I don't know how to explain that. I've never heard that sound yeah. before. So I remember like, it was, I was completely just like not even paying attention. I remember turning and looking, and I see a hair salon with maybe 30 gay guys inside. They're watching Beauty and the Beast, and they're crying. All of them are crying. They're all just like, oh, and I'm just like, run. <laughs> like, we literally, because when they saw us, they all just, oh, they just start with the cackles. I'm like, that's it. We're out of here. We're getting on the bus. Like, yeah, we, we got out of there. It was wild. I was like, wait, I can't explain the sound of 30 grown men weeping. Like, how, when have you ever, I, I don't know. Beauty and the Beast. What part of Beauty and the Beast? I didn't, I didn't stick around long enough to find out. I just was like, is that Beauty and the Beast? Why are they crying? Holy no. Let's get out of here. That's going to bug me. Now I'm going to wonder. I didn't write home. I didn't write that one home to my mom. <laughs> yeah. I think you should have. I probably should have. Mom, you'll never guess what happened today. I just had a unique cultural experience. Yeah. <laughs> Depressing candy really is. Now and later. Now and later is pretty depressing. Oh, what are those ones that are like really thin wafers that literally taste like um, antacids? But they're just wafers. What? Necco wafers. Yeah, necos. Necos. Yeah. Like those are really, really depressing because you're like, okay, it tastes like chalk. It's like a sad gray chocolate flavored chalk. Yeah. And as a kid, you were just, you just ate those things. Yeah, up you didn't like care. You're like just the greatest thing ever. Like candy. Don't care. It's like just grab the bag of powdered sugar and just eat it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Puffin little clouds. <laughs> yeah, I got a surprise when I grabbed the salt one day, though. <laughs> yeah. Powdered salt? Who does that? <laughs>